and welcome to this pop-up podcast from The Devil in Detail. I'm Rob Parkinson and we've got two big interviews for you as we build up to the Challenge Cup final as Sulphur and Devils travel to Wembley to take on Leeds Rhinos. In this podcast, we speak to coach Ian Watson and hooker Joey Lussick. So we'll start, we'll start with the interview I did with Joey Lussick. All right, Joey, it's Rob. Um, you said, obviously, you didn't really tune into the Challenge Cup when you when you were growing up. Uh, do you understand the, how big it is now, though, for the people of Salford? Oh, massively, massively. I actually spoke to, to Steve, our photographer, that I'm sure many of you know. He actually said to me the, the first day I, revol- I arrived, I'll never forget it, he started talking about Wembley and he, and he obviously touched on the Lance Todd, you know, that it's originally a Salford player and another history and... And no Salford players ever won it. And he actually sent me a text the night after we beat Warrington. He said, do you remember the first time you were here? And we, 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 t- we spoke about the Lance Todd and how good it would be if a Salford player won it. And obviously this weekend we've got the chance to. But, you know, he's just one of many, many thousands of, of how much it does mean to them. Is it the biggest game of your career so far? And do you prepare any differently for it? <laughs> Um, you know, like I said, we're just trying to prepare um, as normal as we can. Um, like I said, it's obviously a much bigger occasion, but, you know, we don't want to try and get too caught up in, in the whole thing. We want to, we want to keep it as, as, as normal and basic as we can. Yeah, it's been an unbelievable 12 months for Salford with the grand final and now the, the Challenge Cup final. Sort of talk us through the, the emotions of it all. Yeah, it has been. Obviously, when I first arrived, we're in the middle eights and then the next year following we're at Old Trafford and, and now we're off the way to Wembley. Um, you know, as a player, you know, that's why you play. You play, like I said, to win silverware and play in these big moments. Um, you know, it, it sort of sounds funny, but you, it's not as if you're used to big games, but you try and prepare yourself for those moments. Um, and we feel like we've done all the preparation we can do. Yeah, lockdown uh, broke up the season a little bit. How was it for you? And now is it different playing in it now that lockdown's finished? Yeah, at first, you know, you sort of say to yourself, you know, train real hard, you know, you'll get extra fit, sort of, you know, restart the season kind of thing. And for some odd reason, I thought it was going to be a two, three-week thing. (laughs) Little do I know, four or five months in, you're still doing the same thing. But, you know, it's a sacrifice we had to make. And, you know, we all say we'd much rather do that than – sorry, we're happy to do that to keep the season alive. Um, But, you know, we're, we're happy to be back playing. Yeah, obviously you scored in, in the semi-final. Um, what was the emotion of it all when you actually settled down and, and sort of thought about it? Yeah, obviously during the game, I was just, just trying to get through the game and, and get that win. Uh, but like I said, when that 80-minute uh, hooter went, that was um, that's when it all sort of kicked in. And you could tell from some of the players and the staff just how much it meant, like I said. Um, but at the same time, we can't dwell on that too much. Um, we had a game prepared for the next week and obviously this weekend now. So we sort of just got to, I guess, get on with it. How's, how's the mood in the camp? Is it we all fired up and ready? Yeah, the boys are really, uh, really, really happy and, and really ready to go. Um, you know, we've had a good week of training. Um, you know, we'll head down to London soon and we're just really looking forward to it, really. Uh, we, we lost in last season's grand final. Uh, what as a team did you take from that? And how is this team different to make a win this time? Yeah, obviously, you know, you, you learn from any loss, whether it's a grand final, a trial match, a normal round game. You know, you, you look at what the things you did well, the things you did bad, the things you can improve on. Um, like I said, we touched on that at the start of the year, but we, we don't dwell on that all year round. Um, like I said, there's obviously a massive prize at the end of this game, but we need to treat it um, 
as normal preparation as any other game. You know, look at our strengths, look at our weaknesses, look at our opposition. Um, and like I said, obviously, if we can get the job done, the, the reward's um, amazing. Um, and in terms of the team, you know, some people have left, some people have come in. Um, pretty much every year you're going to have changes. you just got to learn to adjust and, like I said, work on people's strengths, um, utilise them and, and, and try to minimise those weaknesses. Do you think a Challenge Cup win uh, for Salford would help grow the, uh, the sport both locally and nationally? Yeah, I, I don't see why not. I, I think the, the game's doing a terrific job, not just for Salford, across the whole game. Um, the, whole, the whole point of, of, of sport, I guess, is to, you know, grow it and, and make it bigger. You know, you want juniors coming through, watching this game, for example, not just in Salford, but, but potentially across the whole of England, even internationally, you know, wanting to play um, in these big games. Um, you know, and, and that's that's the thing of, of these Challenge Cup games and, and Grand Finals is, you know, there's lots of viewers coming in to watch and, you know, you want to put your best performance and you know, help grow the game. Your, your dad's uh, looked after a lot of superstars in his protection business. Has he give you some tips on how to deal with the fame when you crash over to score the winner at Wembley? <laughs> definitely, definitely none of that talk's been ever been mentioned. <laughs> um like I said, I'm just there doing my job as if I would any other game. You know, if, if the rewards come, the rewards come. But Watto and, and Moose and the team, we all we all try to keep ourselves pretty level-headed. Yeah, the fans will be at Wembley. Um, but have you got a message for them, for the people listening at home? You know, just, you know, like every other person, we're really grateful for all their support and, and their continued support, um, obviously, through, through the hard times and the good. Um, I'm really happy that, you know, we're doing a good job for them to see them you know, crying, laughing, smiling, all those kind of things. And like I'm sure they will be, just cheer us on as much as they can on Saturday. Have you, have you talked about sort of the, the folklore that you'll make if we actually win the, the Challenge Cup? I know the 1938 team is held up in a, a big, big way. Are we looking at that or are we just keeping it on the down low a bit? No, we, ha we haven't touched on that too much, uh, to be fair. You know, like I said, we still have a task to do. Um, there's no point saying what if, you know, what if we could have done this? What if we could have done that? You know, like I said, it's another game we've got to prepare for as normal. Um, and hopefully we get that job done. Cheers, Joey. Good luck and uh, bring the trophy home, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. Right, I'm delighted to say Ian Watson joins me ahead of a Challenge Cup final this Saturday. Ian, you had a, you had a big game yesterday against Hull Kingston Rovers, didn't quite go your way. How are you feeling now going into you know this this sort of preparation for Wembley? A couple of days now, you must be mega busy with stuff. Yeah, r really good now, mate. And now, now we've got the LKR game out of the way. We've obviously we've had a few issues at the beginning of the week, which have been well publicised, where we couldn't train and. We trained obviously on the day of the game of the Hulkar in the morning, but that was more looking at the preparation for Leeds rather than preparation for Hulkar. I thought the boys were outstanding that played against Hulkar. They came in, we picked a team the night before on Zoom, where we went through a little bit of the Leeds video again in preparation for that, so not looking at the Hulkar. But it was just more about getting the detail right so the boys, because they'd have lack of training time on the field, that they were just getting enough um, training time in between the years. But like I said, the boys who actually turned out and played and on Tuesday, I thought were phenomenal, did a great job for the for the team and for the club, mate. How tough is it for you as a coach at the moment? Is it really testing your resources? I mean, the games are coming thick and fast. Like you said, you're not getting a lot of training. You're having to do stuff over like these um, computer things and Zoom and stuff like that. Must be really testing time at the moment. Yeah, it just... It just 
think over lockdown we've got really good at using Zoom and <laughs> things like them, um, whereas before we probably weren't very good at them, but we're, we're pretty good now. Uh, there was quite a lot of jokes knocking around at the beginning of lockdown when we were trying to use Zooms and they weren't working properly and we were, we're trying to let boys in and some are getting in and some are not getting in. It was kind of all like fun and games really to be fair, but we've got pretty good at using all that kind of stuff now, so the boys are kind of used to it. Um, and it's, it's it's different, it's different, and it does challenge you. But it, it's good in a in a in a different way as well. That it, it's kind of a little bit of a freshener as well because you've got to come up with different ways to kind of explain yourself and to work with the players rather than being in so close of contact with them. To be fair, how are the players feeling? You know, this this Wembley week it's a special week now. Some players haven't experienced this before. Some players have. It's going to be quite bittersweet for you. you I mean, you're at for a final. But obviously, there's going to be no crowd there, so that must be a bit a bit tough on the players. But they must be really excited for this. It's a, you know a chance to go down in Salford Rugby League history. Yeah, they're absolutely made up with, with getting there, mate. And and it being the big showpiece event again on on from 12 months of being in the grand final for some of these boys as well so we've got a lot of experience there with guys who've been there as well and hopefully that stands in good stead going down to Wembley because it can be an intimidating place to play and especially when the crowds are there as well and that's you'd have loved, the, you'd have loved to have had all the Salford supporters in there as well and put a little bit of pressure on probably some of the Leeds players because Quite a lot of the Leeds players have probably not been there before as well and are quite young. Some of them will have been. And the club obviously know what it's about going to Wembley because it's been a lot. But it would have been great to have all the Salford supporters in there and making an atmosphere which which is normally um, in, normally kind of available um, to teams in them in them big games like Grand Finals and Challenge Cup Finals, which makes, makes the occasion even better. Challenge Cup Finals has been an absolute showpiece event for years and years everyone loves it everyone from every other club goes down and supports the, the Challenge Cup final so yeah to not have supported in is a, a big loss for, for everybody but at the same time people are still going to get to see it it's still being played and it can still be celebrated do you turn that into a positive then by by saying that to your players? Do you, do you tell them you know these supporters have been through thick and thin with the club? Let's win it for those supporters and take that Challenge Cup home, even though they're not there at Wembley. How special would it be to take it home? I suppose you've got to you've got to put a positive spin on things, and is that what you're telling the players? Yeah, the, the, the players know, mate. The, the one good thing about the club over the last four years is it's it's really kind of reclaimed that kind of community feel and where it's. The club belongs to everybody. That's a good thing. That's what a club should be. It should be belong to everybody. It should be belong to the people of Salford, and and rightly so. It doesn't belong to probably the players and the coaches who were there at their time. They're doing a job and um, holding a really valuable position within the club and the community, and they've got a responsibility to do that. It's the supporters that are there year in um, year out. Um, following the team and it's it's the club they support it's not they don't support individual uh, well when, when they're playing for them they do support individual players this is this is a big occasion as well for the players it's a big big occasion for the supporters of the club and I think like I said over the last four years the players are well aware of that this is a community club now um, and they, they go out there representing the, the people of Salford I think the players last night we spoke about in the week about the challenges we've faced and what we've actually been about over the last couple of years as a group and that we're not, we don't let things like this affect us and we just deal with them and move on and we have no excuses 
and I, I thought the boys represented that well last night and going to the Challenge Cup final that's what we've got to do again we've got to represent um, our, our team our club and our area where, where, where will this rank with your sort of personal career up to now? I mean, you led us out in a grand final last year. Does this, does Wembley sort of top that? You know, the Challenge Cup is a special thing. I mean, it was for you as a, as a kid growing up, wasn't it? Obviously, and a, and a player. It's yeah. a special, it's a special tournament. I know people talk about the grand final, but I think to a lot of supporters, the Challenge Cup's like the holy grail of rugby league, isn't it? So, how's it going to rank for you? You know, you're going to be proud as anything walking out there on on, on Saturday afternoon. The grand final, although it's a big thing, it's still quite a new concept over the term of the Super League. Whereas the Challenge Cups, the history of it, but it's hundreds of years old. It's it's what everybody's watched. It's what people in Australia have tuned into watching in a morning. It's what they've always wanted to come across to this country to play in that event, and it's held in that high esteem as well. Is anyone who's brought up on rugby? wants to experience the Challenge Cup final or play in a Challenge Cup final. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's a re- real proud moment, mate, to be fair. Playing in big games is a proud moment. Or every game you kind of coach it uh, within the clubs, a, a great experience. Um, so, I, I'm, I'm for one, definitely looking forward to it. I'm just really pleased for the, the players within the club who um, worked so hard to kind of get here over the years particular people like Mark Flanagan he retires at the end of this year to, to go out playing at Wembley and hopefully being able to kind of lift, lift the cup as well with Lee Mossop um, it'd be an absolute phenomenal achievement because everyone in the past is always like you go to Salford and you don't go to Salford to win and compete for trophies and that's what people like Mark Flanagan and Lee Mossop have changed that mentality of that group that actually you come to Salford and you want to compete and do your best and you want to win things Certainly, I think we've seen that recently. Went with the signing of Callum Watkins coming to the club, and there's quite a few yeah. names being banded about for next season. But we seem to have that now, where we can. Yeah, I think we've shown the intention, haven't we, with the signings that we've made recently, with likes of Callum Watkins and people who are being named for next season, that you can attract those sort of players now that they want to come to Salford to win things. That must be a pleasing thing for you of what your the sort of the legacy you're building at Salford, Ian. Yeah, I think they've, I, I think it's changed. It's, it's gone kind of full circle if you think about. Um, a few years ago a lot of players were coming to Salford probably because we had Marwan and Marwan had a hell of a lot of money and that, that's not that's not the right for the right reasons to be, to be doing things you, you've got to still have to, it, it's alright and getting paid um, good money but you've got to have ambition to to compete and win things and that's what's got to drive you ultimately um, it, and it's where them challenges lie and then you you, you choose your path on the back end of that, really. And, and I think that's what these players have done, is they've seen over time that the mentality of the, the club's changed, that it's not just happy to be just sat in Super League. It actually wants to compete and win things. I mean, as far as the club goes, there's no other club that's done what we've done in the last couple of years in terms of being sat near the bottom end of the table when we kind of came in to, to go in up to the top end of the table and compete in a grand final and then back it up and compete in a Challenge Cup final. You look at Castleford, who probably was at the closest at that, where they were struggling at one year and they came up and they eventually got to a grand final um, a few years ago when Zach Hardwick Hardwick was there. But then the the following year, they they didn't get to a Challenge Cup final or anything like that. It's 
it's that it's them moments where you kind of really build your club on the back of and it, it's for the club to sustain that when you walk out on Saturday and what do you do do you come out in a suit and then put your tracksuit again like you do at the grand final or, or have you got to wear a suit this weekend have you have you had your orders yet from uh, from the people at the club or yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got to wear a suit walking out, Paul. So, <laughs> and then I'll be, I'll be doing exactly what I did at the grand final, mate. Getting kicked well, pretty quickly. Well, dead right. I know, I know a lot of the supporters really. So I think that think that of you, Ian. You're always on the touchline, backing your orders out, and we don't want you to change from that. We want you on the touchline there on on Saturday. Well, listen, Ian. Thank you very much for for speaking to me on behalf of Devil in Detail and Salford City Radio. It's great to speak to you, and I just want to wish you all the best from me and all of, all our listeners for for Saturday. And let's hope you can bring that cup home, mate. So that's the end of this pop-up podcast from The Devil in Detail. Big thanks for Joey Lussick and Ian Watson for coming on and talking to us in the build-up to the big match at the weekend at Wembley Stadium. Uh, you'll have another podcast tomorrow where me and Paul are going to talk about the match and uh, build-up to it. It's going to be exciting, so make sure you tune into that one as well. So big thanks for tuning to this week's uh, Devil in Detail. I'm Rob Parkson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil in Detail, SRD. You can find us on Twitter, at DITDSRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Radio Contact. So thanks for listening. And me and me and Paul will see you tomorrow.